the first tune I'm going to play is my response to a song by the Beach Boys called Caroline No. And my thought of how Caroline would feel is that, you know, it's it's a very kind of passive song where he's just wondering why. Why did she leave him? Why did she move on? What what happened to their love? And I I thought that the song should retain my response should retain a sense of, of mystery to it and so this is Caroline's perspective. Getting longer, the earth spinning round your heart in your mouth, dear. You're gone, but you never leave, and no one knows why but me. Keeping it mysterious. <laughs> yeah. I like that. That's my bumper sticker I'm making. It's <laughs> <laughs> Mae Patterson, Keeping It Mysterious. <laughs> so I've read about the CD, I've listened to the songs, and there's kind of an interesting story about how the concept came to be and where you started finding these 
songs to respond to. Can you tell us a story of Loretta in the hotel room and and how the idea came about? (laughs) The story. I was in a... I was in a hotel room in Spearfish, South Dakota, and uh, an actually charming town, if anybody ever makes it that way. I liked it a lot. Um, but I was learning how to play Towns Van Zandt's tune, Loretta, just because I wanted to cover it and learn how to play it. And by writing down all the lyrics and, you know, taking a closer look at it while I was learning to play it, I realized that the song was kind of a pretty one-sided affair and maybe if Loretta had a chance to explain how she felt about that whole situation (laughs) the story might be pretty different and that was kind of an epiphany for me in that moment and I it changed the way I was listening to songs I heard on the radio and I decided to write an album of reimagining the perspectives of female characters in famous songs. So I did a whole album of responses from the perspective of a woman from a famous song where the the song was just titled her name. And so that was kind of the idea with the record. It was a lot of fun to write. I bet. (laughs) Yeah. I know. I've had a lot of times when I'm listening to music, I'll respond to the music without necessarily listening to the lyrics. But then you listen to the lyrics, and you may find find some of it uh, offensive or not empowering to women, or you know other things that maybe rub you the wrong way. Well, it wasn't all necessarily fueled by anger mm-hmm. either. It was just kind of a songwriting exercise to say, well, maybe there's another side to this story that's not necessarily an angry side, but there's just another perspective. Right. I, I thought you're take on the response to Eleanor Rigby was really an interesting one. Oh, cool. Um, Thank you. Yeah, the Beatles sort of portray her as a a lonely old woman wandering about with regrets. And you kind of made her into a powerful, independent person who who seems pretty okay with where she is. Right, which, you know, is kind of the spirit of a lot of the songs on this record, that these archetypes that people see in these stories are, I, I just imagined what if they were real people and what if they what would they feel and think and want on their own? And so how did you select the songs that you decided to respond to? Is it I mean you've got Dolly Parton's Jolene, you've got Towns Van Zant's Loretta, Eleanor Rigby from the Beatles, just a few examples. How did you select those songs? Was it based on the fact that they have a woman's name in the that was the my title? criteria, was that it had to have a woman's name in the title and usually just be just the woman's name as the title of the song. And it had to be a song that I liked. That's, <laughs> that yeah. I would have to listen to it <laughs> and analyze it closely. And I had a lot of great suggestions of songs to respond to, you know, like Mustang Sally, but what would she say? She'd be like, yeah, I got a car. I'm awesome. You know, there had to be some sort of meat there for another perspective. Right. Other side of the story. Right. Why don't you play a couple of tracks for us of your selection? Next, I'm going to play my response to Jolene called Never Chase a Man. Thank you. 
Well, you say he calls my name at night when he's lying in your bed. That for him you put up a fight and without him you'd be dead. Well, your man don't mean a thing to me. He keeps leaning in. All men, they should be chasing you. Never chase a man. Oh, no, never chase a man. Can't compare That your man can't help himself Cause of my auburn hair Well, your man don't mean a thing to me He keeps leaning in All men, they should be chasing you Never chase a man No, 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 honey Never, never chase a man You're here to beg Well, excuse me for saying But that man ain't worth the time you take Cause your man don't mean a thing to me He keeps leaning in All men, they should be chasing you Never chase a man Oh, no, never chase a man In the world of music, it's probably, well, it is, it's male-dominated. And um, it's interesting to me that uh, you would take this, as you called it before, a songwriting exercise and kind of flip it. It's a very strong female voice that's coming out on this release. And it's interesting to me that you're taking these characters and flipping them and turning them from objects into individual humans. So I really oh, appreciate I appreciate the concept. I really do. Yeah, it was funny. I, I read some, you know, on some blog, some angry, you know, re- <laughs> reply was like, who does she think she is doing all these responses to these iconic songs? And I think that songwriting is really just storytelling. And mm-hmm. I don't think anything should be necessarily written in stone. It's kind of more of a conversation over over time and through the ages and I think we should take a look at these perspectives and I'm not saying my perspectives are necessarily right or better than anybody else's right. perspectives or the, the original songwriters but I think it is important to take another look at, at things we're comfortable with and used to and see if there's room for another perspective and certainly I think there is room for a stronger female voice in a lot of the canon of popular music. I I, I definitely uh, feel that <laughs> feel that way. 
as I was listening to your release, had I not known about the idea behind it, I could have just been listening to a great new release. Oh, good. That's that's part of the you know keeping it mysterious yeah. thing. <laughs> and I always wonder when I speak to to writers who you know, I really admire their prose and and so forth. You know how how do you write music that's not personal that but does touch on emotions of other people and you know here you've kind of put yourself in the position of this character that you've seen in, in a traditional song which I think is really interesting to do so thank you so much very lovely well it was also kind of a relief to not write about my own life mm. for a moment too <laughs> <laughs> just write about someone else's problems right well, Esme Patterson, it's been great to have you here this morning. Thank you so much for trudging through the sloppy snow and bringing uh, your music here to the KGNU listeners. And well, thank you been, so much for having me. I, I really fun. love and support KGNU, and I oh. appreciate y'all having me on. Thank you so much. So we'll hear another song. And again, um, Woman to Woman is the new release. It's your second solo release. What would you like to play for us? I'm gonna play uh since you since you mentioned it, I'll play the I'll play Bluebird, which is the response to Eleanor Rigby. Good morning, bluebird. Mm-hmm. 